Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers Transfer Show, NTK, which means no transfer knowledge, which is a bit unfair because on this show we have loads of transfer knowledge. But what we're not afraid to admit is we get it all from scouring the internet, from Twitter, from the Sky Sports and all the other stuff that all the other ITKs get it from, but will not admit. I'm the host tonight, Keith. I'm joined by Chris. Chris, how are you? Good, thanks, mate. Great to have you on. It's a long time since we've done one together. I know. And it's even longer since I've had Joe on. Joe, how are you, my friend? Lead you know, it all changed since the last time we would have spoken. Yeah, yeah. Good to be back. Glad to be back. I like the trippers. I watch when I can. Um, yeah, all changed, mate. All changed, man. It's all changed. New manager, um, players leaving, the crown jewels leaving, man. It's <laughs> where we're, we're getting used to this Premier League and the top six taking the best players. <laughs> we have to get used to it, innit? So, there you go. Yeah. See, that's it. But look, we can, um, we'll, we'll have a little talk about Leeds and how their squad is shaping up and the business that they own and any other links they may have because we'll start off on one player actually, we'll watch with you, Joe. We'll start off on, on the big one that's sort of doing the rounds at the moment. It's Rafinha. Now, I'm a huge Rafinha fan. He's, I was actually saying Liverpool should have gone from when we went for Diaz. I was probably wrong on that, you know. Um, yeah. But it looks like he's gone. And mm. the price, 
50 million. Is that what I'm saying, getting bandied about? So, that's what David Ornstein reported, but I know Leeds United were holding out for 65 million. They yeah. said that since. And then Fabrizio Romano has said 60 to 65. So, I can't imagine Leeds selling less than 60 just with the fact that we took... There's a lot of Leeds fans unhappy with the 42 million for Calvin. Um, yeah. So, I can't see us then... You know, I think that puts us in a good position to say to other clubs, we don't need to sell anymore. So if you want yeah. him, come and get him. And the good thing is with Rafinha is um, you had Barca, you had Chelsea, you had Arsenal, you had Spurs. Even Newcastle entered the running for a little bit today, but I don't think he was ever going to go there. But um, we had a bit of a bidding war. I think with Calvin, he said, I only want to go to City. So you're stuck then. So you sort of have yeah. to meet City's demands. Whereas Rafinha is probably... He just wants European football. He wants Barcelona, but they ain't got the money, so he's had to go. Do you know what? And his agent's Deco. Deco's played at Chelsea, you know, so it's one of them ones. I'm good he's going there, though, Keith, because we don't like Chelsea, so. Yeah, and that that's why we love you on the trippers, you know. Mm. Our, our enemies are all the same. But we'll be happy to... Calvin Phillips, you've touched on that. Um, 40, 45 million are in around yeah. that ballpark. I, my opinion on Calvin Phillips, right, and I've had rails with Leeds fans over this uh, in the pub and that, I would have sold him last summer because I think his price was at the sort of peak that you mm. may have got for him. And I was worried that so many years under Bielsa, and look, Joe, I'm a huge Bielsa fan as, yeah, you, yeah. as you are yourself, it takes its toll and the injuries are starting to, to pick up on him a bit. And I yeah. felt, you know, cash in maybe it's it's the best thing to do. He's a great player, but mm. I just felt that he was maybe um starting to pick up too many niggles. Didn't really get much out of him last season, and you've sold him now for for forty odd, forty four, forty five million. Can you see him getting into that Man City team? Or is it all I see, and this I don't mean to be disrespectful to him, no, no, I know you're fine. a huge fan. I just see yeah. Ka, um, Fabian Delphro all over this, to be honest, really. going to a club and not really impacting it. Am I being too harsh on Calvin? And I, I know you're a huge fan of the kid yeah. since, since he sort of came through there. Or can you yeah. see him maybe surprising the, the skeptics like myself? Yeah, I do. I do see him doing, doing that. I think on the Calvin thing, what I will say, just to give my overall opinion on it, um, when Bielsa left, we, we, we were never going to get in the system that we played, the same Calvin we got under Bielsa, you know, he, he, he played on his own in front of the back four. In the double pivot, when he came back, he didn't look great. I can't lie to yeah. you, you know, it was all congested. It was so narrow. He weren't able to pick the ball up in space and ping it out to the wings like he will be able to do at City. So I think for Calvin, it's like almost, it, it's the perfect transition to then work, you know, from, from Bielsa to Pep. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I think he will surprise a few. Of course, he's going to be benched a lot. Like he's going to be, you know, coming on for Rodri, etc. Sometimes he might play them together. We'll have to wait and see. But the thing is, City are fighting on all fronts, so he's going to. He's still going to get a, a, a lot of game time uh, at, at City. The thing that frustrates me, Keith, and I know you're not one of them, and I know Chris isn't, but there's a lot of top six fans that just don't watch the other clubs, and they just automatically assume they're no good. And I, yeah. I can't wait for him to go. Um, and 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 prove a lot of the doubters wrong. To be fair, um, in terms of the fee as well, like I'm okay with it. A lot of Leeds fans lost their head. Yeah, I looked. You know, Fabinho, forty million. You know, he went for more than Fabinho. Kante, thirty odd million. Went for more than Kante. There's only really Rodri 
I think that, that that's more than him in that position. And we know how good Rodri is. Um, even Gimarish went for 36, and that was just in January, you know. So I think the fee's decent. Um, and I'd argue he's easier to replace than Rafinha in the current setup that Jesse's gonna gonna uh, you know go with because there's a lot more players out there that can play in a double pivot as opposed to that X factor that Rafinha's got in terms of goals and assists. So it sounds like I'm doing him a disservice, but he's easily replaceable. I know Leeds fans won't, won't like to hear it, but I, I think he is. Yeah. You know? No, I'd agree. I, I, I was maybe a bit surprised of the, the club he went to just because I think, you know, it, it's going to be a hard one to get regular football at. But, you know, a couple of years there and you, you take any medals you can get and yeah. you look at it then. And, and I think, I suppose that's the probably the trajectory he sees. Um, there's other big clubs that I think he would have maybe... I don't know, Manchester United, I don't want them going there. Um, they were in for him, though. This is the thing. Yeah. There were loads in for him, Keith. I mean, PSG even sniffed. Yeah. And that's a madness when you think about it. <laughs> but, like, Calvin was never going to go to Paris, man. He's a bit of a homebird. Um, yeah. Someone in the chat said Man United. He's never making that move. He knows his legacy would have been done. Um, you know, I think he goes there and, you know, it's conceivable next season he could have a Champions League and a Premier League tie title do you know what i mean i know yeah. liverpool fans will disagree but i, I don't know it, it, look it's it's definitely uh that's why he's gone there and you know man city the business they're looking to do this summer mm. indicates that they're going to be fighting on all on all fronts going for um going for this but chris i'll come to you um back to rafinha what do you think of the the move like where do you see rafinha ending up chelsea isn't it is it done or <laughs> is it just a jumping in it seems to be. Uh, I think Ornstein's sort of in, indicating it's quite far down the line. And to refer to David Ornstein, he's a bit like a, a Paul Joyce. Only tweets when it's fairly far down or when he's he's very well connected. You know, so I sort of think it's probably Chelsea done, which as as Chelsea do need that. I mean, the talk is they're getting rid of, they want Ziyech gone. He doesn't fancy Werner. You know, hudson Adoy can't stay fit. So, and... Uh, Pulisic can't stay fit. So they do need a wide player. And look, this will be interesting. How does he handle the step up? Because look, I know me, me and Joe disagreed about, uh, with Rafinha at times. I felt at times Rafinha, not down tools, but I think when he got a bit tough with Leeds, I, did, I thought he hid a little bit, especially in big some big games where you think this is where you need a Rafinha to step up. More beginning of the season, middle of the season. Uh, but you, you won't get away with that in... Clubs like Chelsea are top six sides because he'll get dropped. And it'd be how he adapts that. But look, you don't know. Maybe he's around better players. It might kick him on. So it's a move Chelsea need. It's a sort of player Chelsea needed. You know, they needed more goals from, from wide positions. You know, Lukaku is pretty much gone. So they need to sort yeah. of get more goals into the side and a bit more pace into the side. I don't think he's the priority for what they needed. I think they need at least two to three defenders. For me, because uh, I mean, I I still think if Chelsea going to stick with three at the back, I don't know why they don't put Rhys James as the right side of centre back and buy themselves a buy themselves a proper wing back. Because for me, I don't think Rhys James is a right back in a back four. I think he's either right side of centre back in a back three or he's a wing back. So if Chelsea want to stick to that, and also if you play him as a right side of centre back, that's a bit of pace that they need. It's interesting because they are looking. We'll we'll stick with Chelsea for a second. Um, and Joe, I know you're a big Chelsea man, but <laughs> the, the idea of Rafinha going there, um, and as Chris touched on, 
there seems to be a lot of movement going on. So um, Lukaku was gone. We know that Zoyech, I think, handed yeah. in a transfer request. So he wants out. Um, and Werner is apparently being offered to Juventus as part of a deal for Matthias De Ligt at the back. So there seems to be a bit of a, a change. Do you think the new look Chelsea, right? So the, they're going to look at having Mason Mount, Coy Havertz, Rafinha, and another player who will come on to is Raheem Sterling. It's it's a big change, isn't it, in the Chelsea yeah. attacking if they can get those ones over the line. Um, and people in the chat are saying, you know, oh, a bit late. Chelsea have, have done the business there. I didn't think it was confirmed. I knew they'd bid, yeah. outbid everyone as far down the line for Rafinha. But I thought it sort of was they were it's waiting f- on Arsenal to come back and uh, it's not official, it but it's not official, but I think over respected journalists are saying it's very mm. close. I so, think yeah. he che- he chooses Chelsea over Arsenal anyway, doesn't he? Because of the Champions Boy, League. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's interesting, mate, because the funny thing is, before I, I, as I was asked to do this, I was thinking, right, I'm going to drop the bombshell. I don't think it's a bombshell, but I just think, well, what's going on at Chelsea, right, with this Todd Bowley coming in and him wanting to do it all himself and a lot of the players leaving and all that, I was thinking. That's they're in goal. trouble for the top four. They're in trouble for the top mm. four. And I was thinking, is it is that a bit of a bold prediction? And then, Raf, they still want Sterling. Fabrizio Romano's just tweeted out to say Koulibaly is another one on the list for the centre-backs as well. They want Delic. So, yeah, they, it's going to be interesting to see what Chelsea do. I'm more intrigued to see what their future holds under this new owner. Like, yeah. what they're going to do with all the stockpiling of youngsters that we're used to, you know? Are they then just going to knock that on the head now. It seems to be a bit of a mad transition. I believe football cyclical. It goes in cycles. You know, Man United have had their day, they're done. I was praying that Chelsea have had their day, they're done now. You know what I mean? Because I'm just not sure if this Ted, but obviously it seems to be going okay, right? But they still haven't got any deals over the line as of yet. But it's like, can one man be expected to do it all? I I, I don't know. The the jury's still out. But I that 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 front four you mentioned there, Sterling on the left, Rafinha on the right, it does it does improve them, doesn't it? Because the deals they did under Lampard, I'm bringing it back to him, by the way, but <laughs> the deals they're, they're bringing it, they didn't really work, did they? Yeah. Really? I mean, I, they haven't have they, any of them really. And that's the that's, thing, isn't it? When they do, and and it's it's a good point, you know. That summer they done all these deals and mm. it's too much at one time and and it's, there's a fear yeah. that it could be the same again this summer you know because they're looking at bringing in at least two top centre backs because they're losing Rudiger and they're losing uh, I think Christensen and yeah. Aspilicueta have they signed new deals or are they they're going no as well? I think they're still there's think, only really Thiago Silva at the minute isn't they? I think I think, I think yeah. Christensen's gone I think Christensen's yeah. gone Aspilicueta I think activate I think he ha- he's ultimately got a new deal because of uh, an appearance, the number of appearances, but I think he wants to leave anyway. Mm. So, though, so although he's got a one year extension, he still wants to go. It's just that they'll guarantee a fee for him. Yeah. The thing with this summer is uh, looking at the way the fixture pile up is until Christmas. This is probably a season where you want as few big changes as possible. You want, you want like a bit like icing on the cake signings. You don't really yeah. want big structural changes because it's literally, especially for top six or any side in Europe. It's just your game every three days. And no, most sides are used to that. But this is how I'm intrigued how Tottenham do. Because Tottenham did really well in the Conte post-Christmas. with one game a week. Hmm. And I know they've had, they've had it Bassoon, they've had it Pulisic, but I'm a bit like, 
Perisic. What Perisic, sorry. But when they had to do three games a week, and I know it was you know I know it was Europa Conference instead of Champions League, still three games a week, and they didn't cope very well with that. And we saw how eventually it hit, hit West Ham, and these were a lot more condensed because there's no real League Cup rest points until I think the League Cup doesn't start till November. So it's pretty much Premier League Europe all the way through now. There's no like nice easy, you know, Grimsby away in the League Cup. It's a uh, tough tough football from pretty much get the get go. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, they're, they're linked to Ake as well, right? So, uh, like, does he improve them enough? Like Ake, do you think? He's better than Dyer, though, isn't he? I no, I'm on about Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. So the 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 it's Kulabali, Delict, Ake, and Kunde. Kunde, yeah. Yeah, Aki does. Aki's a strange but one. He's left sided, isn't it? They're, they're, yeah. they're premium, aren't they? Left sided centre back. Yeah. Um, Kulabali he... left sided as well, isn't he? Yeah. Plus, Aki can do. Aki's proof of City. He can do left back left pretty back well. well yeah. yeah. Which it does help. I think his versatility with Aki helps. I mean, worst case, he can, he has played DM. I know. I know they won't want to use him there very often, but he can play there. But they had the chance to bring him back from Bournemouth at a cut price deal, yeah, cause, and they chose not to. It's mad because this is the thing that frustrates me with the Calvin fee. I know I'm about to that, but they'll end up having City will get more money than what they paid for Ake from Chelsea. Yeah. I guarantee you, man. It's mad. Didn't they pay fifty million for him? Yeah, yeah, they man. paid big bucks for him. Yeah, it's it's mad, bit, man. But we had that with Manny, didn't we? I mean, we probably should have got more than what we did for Manny, but he said it's buying a no one, and that kind of ties ties your hands a little bit. You actually, still made money on him though, bro, and you had him all them seasons and he's wouldn't Oh, yeah, for yeah. You. It's still great uh, business. But if, if you look, Jesus going to Arsenal for 50 one year in his deal. I know he's younger, but man, he's a better player. So yeah. that's where that's we look at it. But I mean, look, we, we, we did buy him with Thiago because he did the same thing to him. It's Liverpool or nothing. Yeah, yeah. And so it swings, it does swing around about sometimes. You've got to, you got to sometimes take your medicine a little bit and not quite get the feed like yeah, and Bayern shot themselves in the foot with the Lewandowski thing because they're looking for 50 million for Lewandowski and he's two years older than Mane. So I think they tried to throw in about Thiago. Says, look, we don't use a solid with Thiago. And they're like, yeah, but he's looking for 50 million for Lewandowski and he's, you know, 33. So we're not backing down. And sometimes you, the teams try to drum up a bidding war and it doesn't happen. You know, it just mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Um, but, um, Chelsea are are looking to do a lot of business. I think they're doing an awful lot too much. Um, there's something about Thomas Tuchel that I'm not a huge fan of. And I know Gav hates his guts. He might have changed his opinion on that recently. But there's so, I don't know. To me with Tuchel, it's like he can't settle on, on what he wants to do. I don't know what Thomas Tuchel's style is. I don't know what Thomas Tuchel's preferred system is. Because to me, he fell on a defensive system with that three at the back when he took over. He won a Champions League. He stuck with it. So it'll be interesting to see if he perseveres. Do you know what I mean? It's like a fresh start now nearly. And... You know, it'll be interesting to see. You know, they could be linked with a lot of players and they might end up just signing, just signing uh, Raheem Sterling and Rafinha and two centre-backs. But they could deal with a midfield player as well because Kante misses an awful lot of games. Um, Jorginho, up and down, you know, I think he's decent. A lot of people don't like him. Uh, So it's, you know, it's... It's, it's very aging, do you know what I mean? It yeah. seems to be this squad. Mm. Kovacic seems to be out a lot as well. Exactly, so. yeah. There's a lot of... But will, a he, give Gallagher a tr- will he give well, Gallagher a shot, you know? He, he did give um, Loftus-Cheek. I think he even played Barkley at some points. But yeah. I think, for me, Gallagher's a, a player. 
You know, he's a real player. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. You know, they'll do pre-season and then make a decision on him. But, but you could be onto something there, Joe, because there's not many links to midfield players. So maybe that's mm-hmm. what they're they're looking at Conor Gallagher going in and being, you know, the the midfield. You know, I'd love him at Liverpool. I think he's very good. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because his energy, he's all he's he's all energy. He's good on the ball. I think he's really good. Um, mm-hmm. But so maybe he's the answer to that that problem. But yeah, a lot of big moves at Chelsea and a lot of you know background stuff that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris, you touched on Spurs there a minute ago, so um, let's jump over to Spurs. Ah, uh, my favourite North London club. <laughs> Spurs, right, under Antonio Conte, see, I think these are building, we'll get on to do that North London club in a minute, but Spurs have been building their squad under Conte, and it's been very up and down, and he's been very hormonal, you know, one, they get a win, and it's the best team he's ever coached, and the best players he's ever worked with, and then they get beaten, and he can't understand that, and he's doubting himself. It's 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 a bit of a mad thing going on there. He's but a bit, he's a bit bipolar at times, isn't he? He's very, very, very bipolar. But unlike what we said about Thomas Tuchel, where I don't know what his system is and what his plan is, we all know what Conte's is, and we all know Conte plays three four three. We all know the types of players that he likes, and the business that they own and the business they're being linked with is. Very, very interesting. Now, they've done, as you touched on, they've done even Perisic, who was made for that left wing-back role. Mm. They've done um, Basuma, who will slot in there beside Bentoncourt. It'll be a tough, tough midfield to get through. And they're linked with other, I know Jed Spence is one they're linked with to cover their right-back um, thing. But I want to get on to, um, and Bonkers LFC says it here, Anthony Gordon and Richarlison. Double deal from Everton. Can you imagine how many penalties they get with those two in Kane? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Be like, be, be like the top, be like the Tom Daly show, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, it's interesting. Can you see Richarlison and Anthony Gordon getting near their team if they sign them? Because I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to talk big money on these. I haven't seen the figures, but I think well, Richarlison I saw about fifty or sixty million. Yeah, I think, I think the Blue Brethren wants about eighty million for both, don't they? Bless them. But I saw, I think it was Dave, Dave Maddox saying. Everton were desperate to push the Rosales and deal through, but were staying, standing firm on Gordon. But I can't say that. I don't think he'd be desperate to sell Rosalison, but it'd be interesting how he does because he's. Um, I think he, he he did well for Everton to help keep them up, but he's a bit of a shrinking violet. I think when when it get when it gets tough though, because um, I thought at times I was saying to you when they were in the real mare January to March, I'd, I thought he was hurting them because. It was too much of the petulance, too much of the throwing yeah. himself on the floor, too much. Of, and how is he going to handle being not the big fish? Because let's face it, he's not getting in ahead of Kane and Son. I know we all say it's a squad game; you've got to rotate, but he's literally fighting with Kulusevski for the for the other position. Because it that's I think if it's a if it's a big game for Spurs next week, it's Kane, Son, and one other. And at the moment, you wouldn't drop Kulusevski because he's been no. brilliant for them since they've signed it, but. It's what's, if Spurs are going to get, do well in Europe, because I'm suspicious how they're going to do well doing the three games a week, they've got to give themselves some squad depth. Yeah. And what he gives them is pace. You know, he does give them goals, gives them, he does give Spurs a bit of snide, because I still think yeah. Spurs are, are too nice. Yeah. yeah. And. Go on, sorry, mate. No, well, you you go. So. No, it's like I, they, they do need better options, don't they? The Bergwine and, and Lucas Moore, etc. Um, they were linked with Rafinha because that was a thing as well. It's like, well, mm. I don't think he'll go there. He's got to compete with Kulusevski. Um, so it's interesting. But, but I mean, apparently looking at these these figures, 
80 million plus 20 million in add-ons for them to for yeah. Gordon and Richarlison. That's crazy. But I do, you know, speaking, I spoke with Matt Hayes and he said, like, he would like Rafinha, but Richarlison's what they need because Richarlison gives them that versatility and can yeah. deputise for Kane but also can play on either wing. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, mm. they need that, don't they? Someone who's going to be willing to go and actually say, OK, I will play second fiddle for Kane. But what he also does, it's not just a like for like. He can play across that front three, which means he'll get more game time because they are in Europe, etc. Um, So, uh, the Gordon one's a wild shout, and I don't think it'd go down well with Everton fans, would it? But, I mean, they're, no. they're talking about spending 20, 25 million on Harry Winks, for God's sake. Well, when I seen that, I was like, wow. Well, the, the, last I saw, the last I saw was, that's what Spurs want. Ever- Everton want him on loan with an option to buy. Oh. So, that, that, so w- when they're saying it's a close deal, they're going, that's quite, that's, that's quite a difference. Because um, mm. the, the, the thing with the Blues is, uh, and me and Kiefer said this before, is financially, they're, they're in trouble. Because yeah, FFP wise, they can't do it. So they can sell Richardson for 50, 60 million. And they may say, and I think Calvert Loom might go as well, because I think he'll look for a move. But you've got to replace both of them and then add to that squad. And mm-hmm. you've got to do it on pretty much pretty much what you sell is what you basically can bring in and uh, hopefully a couple of clever clever loan moves. I mean, they'll probably be looking at if they were if it was them, they'd probably should look at Thinky from Chelsea. Is it Brozier? Who's on loan yeah. of Southampton? They probably need something like that. West Ham, I, I think. I think. Yeah, but I think yeah, that's what they need. They need to find someone like that, a bit, a bit of a clever loan move to, to tie mm. them over because I think they've got too much to do and I don't think they'll be allowed to spend the money they want to to do it. Which is, that's which is great thing. to say. Which is great to say, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan. I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, I was listening to um, the lads on the Anfield Rap talking about and they were saying like they haven't even unveiled their new kits because there's issues with sponsors and all, you know, and oh. everything. That, they're not in a good state and oh, I can understand the Richarlison Dale, but the garden one, I just think, as Joe said, I think that'll tip them over the edge oh. down there if they sell. Because all we've heard is this young fella is, is the, yeah, the yeah. second coming away in Rooney. Little did mm. they know that, you know, it, it ends the same way. But um, <laughs> they brought, after they brought in Tarkovsky, like, have, have they got that one over the. It's, yeah. actually, it's, supposed, it's supposed to be close, isn't it? I don't think it's done yet. But speaking of the way, Rooney, he's, that's, that could be the albatross that hangs over Everton now. And uh, Joe's best mate, Big Frank. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wanted Tarkovsky at Chelsea, you know. Yeah, because yeah. he, he, he did all right. He did all right for Derby in under the circumstances. And look, he's going to go away, finish his badges off, and all that. But I think Rooney be highly sought of, and I think he'll be looking for a a Premier, a lower side Premier League, Premier League club, or a top end Championship club. Mm. And trust me, as soon as everything going on a run of two, three games without a win. That's just going to be the. the that's just going to be the, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always, it always does the Lampard. Won't be his fault though, because he'll shout no. at Klopp and say it's his fault. Why well, can you say um, it's down? I, I had no money. He's already got his get out, man. He's already oh, yeah. got his he's, get out. Trust oh, me. He's, he's more, he's more protected than a Tory government, that lad. Yeah, but you know, that's just the way he is. <laughs> he's a Tory, uh, isn't he? he is. He is very <laughs> much a Tory. That's why they love him. Yeah, that's why they yeah. love him, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, so Spurs, yeah, they're doing interesting, interesting uh, summer. Again, they've got a couple over the line at least, but linked with others. I think they need another centre back as well, personally. I think they need to get mm-hmm. someone in there. I'm not a fan of Eric Dyer, and I think well, I think Cutie Romero is a good player. I think they could do with another centre back in there. But be interesting to see what they do there. Um, staying in North London, lads. Um, Joe will come back to you. Arsenal. I've been looking at a lot of Arsenal stuff recently and, you know, 
12 out of 10 transfer windows and they were talking about you know uh fabio vieira uh who did they get who did they get fabio vieira hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, they were getting Rafinha as well. Hazel, oh, yeah, Jesus, the, the included like Jesus, yeah, mm. Rafinha, they were including, and Lissandro Martinez, who they haven't got mm. either. Um, <laughs> they signed the Brazilian young lad as well, didn't they? Uh, I can't think of his name. And they signed an American, they've signed a keeper from uh, yeah, English, yeah. Yeah. yeah, English, but from America to be the backup to. Mm. Mr. Hollywood. Yeah. So Aaron Lonsdale. Um you're not rating. So, oh, I think he's real. Hey, Aaron Lonsdale. Yeah. Oh, I think he's terrible. Oh, I, I think like he's him, no, I think oh. he's absolutely brutal. I think he's uh, <laughs> he, he's one of these keepers that makes a save look more spectacular than it yeah, is. Yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Whereas are we're spoiled at Liverpool fans. We have Allison who makes hard saves look easy. Uh-huh. I think Lonsdale's the opposite end of that. I think he's always in bad positions and has to, you know, shots that go straight down and he's tipping them over the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's diving to the centre of the goal to tip them over the bar, whereas if he was positioned, I think he'd he'd be an easier save. But look, that's just me. But it's also, look how many shots go right next to him. They just shoot right by his feet because he's so flat-footed. I think Jota shot right, Jota twice just shot straight at him and scored. And it didn't, and they weren't hard shots, they were just right at him. So yeah. uh, he's he's a keeper that will get you into Europa League, probably get you into the Champions League. If you look if Arsenal long term are looking to win leagues, and this will probably come back to bite me in the arse. Uh but you know, I might I might they won't, they won't move him on now. They're wedding no, to that. But long term, he isn't good enough. I think you know. he is. I don't think he is. No. Not for a team challenging though. I think he would be their Achilles heel. As we've had at Liverpool, we've had yeah. Mignolet at Liverpool and Cardius and we knew it was glared and we needed an upgrade. Mm. We needed mm. the best in class and we got the best in class. And it I think is. you need to have that sort of City did it with Joe Hart. Yeah. Who who got to a level and they went, he's good to a level, but he's not what City needs to go to the next level. And they moved yeah. him on very, very quickly. I just think, you know, he's good at a level, but yeah, I think if you want to be going to the top, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But they they signed these players. They were doing pictures of Rafinha in the jersey and all that. Didn't work out. What do you think of the business they've done? So they've got in um, Vieira and 99% people will probably can't, uh, tell me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm miles behind. They've announced Gabriel Jesus. But let's say Jesus is in the door. Yeah. What do we make of that? I have I you know what I user opinions because I have my opinion on this. So Yeah, so... So for me, prior to obviously the Rafinha thing, I was I'm looking at it purely based on speculation because they've been linked to Telemans as well, which has been mentioned in the chat. Yeah, Jesus, they brought in that Vieira, who I don't know an awful lot about, to be honest. And I've watched a few bits of people saying, oh, "Is he really what they need, etc." But they did need to improve the overall quality of the squad. Um, I like Arsenal. I do. I like Arteta. Um, I think they are building something. It'll be interesting to see if this 
Do you know what really narks me is this chat about Saliba. Like, I've not watched him, right? Uh, but I just, the way Arsenal fans go on about Saliba, he's like he is the second coming, yet he's been on loan for two seasons. Yeah. The reason why it is. Let's see how he gets on. I'm interested to see because I'm hearing, oh, we've got Saliba and Gabriel, and then I'm like, so where's Ben White going? You're like, you're after this Martinez guy. You spent fifty million on Ben White. I like Ben White. You know what I mean? It's what it is. With my club, that's why I'm biased. Can't, can't but, um, eh? You can't, you can't hide a ball. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. That's probably uh, true. But um, I don't know. I, I think they're building something. But for this season coming, especially if they get Tielemans over the line as well, I think that's a good acquisition for them. I think the mad one was. In, in Ketia, like I'm sort yeah. of glad that they, they signed it because Leeds United were the other club that were interested in it. Yeah, so you're so glad like, he is a void. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, and, and then they gave him the Thierry Henry shirt, man. They must yeah. have fans are fuming about yeah, that. Oh, mad. <laughs> oh, mad. But um, I'm not sure if he's the guy. Um, be interesting to see how Jesus gets on actually leading the line and being given that shirt and not. Been no sort of like rotation like he has been, even if he's got a hat trick. Aguero is always coming back in, or do you think know what I mean? So. He, he might not lead the line, he might end up doing a Bamiang and playing him left wing. I Correct. think he will, like, yeah. Like, sit, like, sit, like, sit, like sit, it'd be like when we told James Milner, Oh, you'll always play centre mid, and we played him left back for a year. <laughs> what, what a manager tells you, what you get, yeah. Uh, listen, you know, I, I, Martinelli's, I love Martinelli out. Oh, I like, yeah, he's, he's brilliant. Yeah. He's oh. the one, if I was taking anyone from Arsenal, he's the one I'd take. Yeah, it's good. I I like him, but listen, I like Arteta. He brings me so much joy. You know, it's it's great. It's great every Saturday night for me to laugh at someone because it's um, it feels like a house of cards with Arsenal. Because I think we said it on the Friday show, which was like when you look at Arsenal's pitch, you go, "Oh yeah, that's great. That's good. It's not what they need, but that's yeah. that's a nice signing." You know, Fabio Fabio Vieira, another nice, neat and tidy centre mid. Not really what they need. They've got loads of them. You know, a nice small, quick forward. You've got loads of them already. But you haven't got a dominant centre back. Uh, you haven't got enough cover at full back. You haven't got enough dominance in the centre midfield. You're still the soft, in my opinion, Arsenal still a soft touch. And mm. listen, this I'm sure this get clipped up. I'm an Arsenal if Arsenal beat us two 0 at the Etihad. I'm sure I'll get loads of it. But I always look at Arsenal and think I expect us to beat them because I feel like they're a soft touch. Whereas I go West Ham away, I think I always think that's going to be a brutal, hard game, and I hate mm. when we play West Ham away because it's hard. Whereas Arsenal, I always think like. Match them for energy, get an early goal, and it'll the crowd will turn anyway, and you don't need to do anything. Yeah. The work's done for you. You know, I fear a Leeds away game more than I do an Arsenal away game. That's how I see Arsenal at the moment. Yeah. But you've got to turn it at some point, but I'm not convinced I'm not convinced it's gonna happen anytime soon. And listen, they threw away top four with no European football uh, with a wafer thin squad. Now they've got a bulk of squad out to survive. Europa League football, we know people suffer with that anyway, yeah. and get top four. I don't see it happening, but I've got my popcorn ready for all or nothing, or nothing as it's better known. Yeah, it's Arteta, he's got to do something this season, and otherwise, he'll get the boot. Do you think? Yeah, do you know what I see Arteta and I see Arsenal because I like Arsenal as a club, you know what I mean? I yeah, think yeah. Arsenal, I do like them, you know what I mean? Over the yeah. years, when I was a kid, Arsenal were a great team and they were always mm. a consistently great team. Some, you know, Man City only came along. 10 years ago or whatever, Newcastle will be flashing the pan or whatever, but Arsenal were always a big team. I see Arteta as a Brendan Rodgers when he was at Liverpool or Ole Solskjaer at Manchester. You know, I know Solskjaer was a joke figure, but Solskjaer went in there and he sort of stabilised from yeah. Mourinho because it was so toxic. He goes in there and stabilises it. I don't know yet if Arteta 
is the man to take them to that next level yet, or if he's just a bit of a a bit of a show pony, if I want to a better mm. word. Um, I do. They've got to get top four, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, he's a bit of a, he's a bit it. of a, he's a bit of a shield for the owner. He's a bit like what social yeah. guys is. Yeah. I see a lot of similarities there, Ari, but I think if he keeps missing out on on top fours, and it's something that Chris, you said there, that you see them as a soft touch. You know, Ben White, Joe, you're a big fan. We were a big fan of him on this channel as well, and Liverpool were linked with him and definitely thought he could have done a job. Since he's gone to Arsenal, he's done well. Um, but they're linked with Lissandro Martinez. He's only about 5'10", you know what I mean? He's not a big mm-hmm. dominant centre-back. Saliba has been at Arsenal for about four years, hasn't mm. done the tap there because he just doesn't look like he can settle. He looks great when he goes back to league on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he doesn't look like he can do. So I don't know if they're, they're putting all their hopes on this. It'll be very, and as I said, I don't rate the keeper. It'll be interesting to see Fabio Vieira is a good player. He's tidy, but to me, he's very Martin Odegaard like. Um, mm. And I think, yeah, they can be got at in the midfield. I think they do need a dominant player. But with Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Jesus was a centre-forward when he was younger. All this shit, Man City don't have a forward. He just didn't play him there. He put him out to the yeah. wing. But did you see Tim Vickery's um, chat on, I don't know if it was TalkSport or one of the other shows, and he said um, that he was speaking to Tite, the Brazilian coach, and he said to him that he asked straight up to Jesus, where do you like to play? I don't mind. Now, where do you like to play? Do you want to be a central striker or do you want to be a wide forward? And he said a wide forward. So he sees himself as a wide forward, which is which is because I don't think Arsenal need another one of them. You know, you touched on no, Martinelli. No. They have Saka. They have mm-hmm. Smith Lowe, all players. And that they were in for Rafinha as well. That's another one. In for Rafinha, exactly. And and it just to me, I just don't know. I think Gabriel Jesus is a good signing. I think he'd be good if he gets playing down the middle. I think he can be a really good player for Arsenal. But yeah. it's a wait and see, you know. It's a wait and see. And the players they're being linked with, I don't see it solidifying them. Telemans, Telemans is good on the ball. I don't know. Um, don't forget they got Pepe as well. As the chat, <laughs> chat reminded me, he's still, he's still there as well. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's one of the worst transfers yeah, I've man. ever seen. 72 but, million for... But as, a, as a, the chat pointed out, he did run past Van Dijk one, so, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah, yeah, he won that award. But, yeah, interesting <laughs> to see um, to see what, what Arsenal can do. Lads, I want to quickly move on to Manchester United. Um, Manchester United haven't done yeah. that yet. <laughs> Linked with a load. It's close, though. It's close, though. Everything's close, yeah. Jaden Sancho's still close. Well. Um, <laughs> They're linked with, with um, Frankie de Jong. I keep seeing, you know, reports that Frankie de Jong is... Doesn't want to go. <laughs> he doesn't want to go. You know, he doesn't want to go. They look to have hijacked uh, the deal for the Feyenoord fullback. Um, mm-hmm. I can't Malassia. yeah. They look to have... And if they've done that, I think that's a great, a great little move because what they've done is similar to what Liverpool done with Diaz. They let Leon sort of negotiate a price <laughs> and then came in. And that means then they can't hike the price up, you know, because yeah, you, you know yeah. yourself, when, when the big English clubs come in, the price oh, goes yeah. through the roof. Mm-hmm. And they've sort of, fine order, sort of been left with their pants down there because they've, they've, they've given a price. So, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll pay that. We'll take him. We'll pay that. And I can just see, you know, every Dutch player going seems to be 
linked with Manchester United. Now, they're another one linked with Lissandro Martinez and Jordan Timber as well. Ajax have said they're not going to sell both of them, so it'll be one or the other. Um, linked with a lot of players. Can you see United doing much business, Joe? And where do you think they need to strengthen? Where's the key areas for you that they need to strengthen? Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they need a defensive midfielder, don't they? They definitely need a defensive midfielder. Um, the left back, you know. No, but they do need a left back, though. I think, you know, Shaw, yeah. Tellez, Brandon They're Williams. Not nah. well, well, Brandon um, Williams, is, Williams is a right back. That's yeah. the ironic thing. He's been playing left back for United, but he's actually right footed. Oh, really? Right oh, well, yeah. There you go. They've told I, um, him he's gone, haven't they? They've told yeah, him. Yeah, I only learned this today. I was like, that explains why he can't cross them. Right. <laughs> that explain a few things. Who's on the right side as well? Is it still one one Bissaka of the No the... Dallo, I think, has nailed Dallo, down that Dallo. right side. Okay. Yeah, Van Bissaka hasn't had a sniff. Which Dallo what he's he's solid enough, he gets in the Portugal side, but at least he's more how United fans want them to play, which is more mm. attacking fullbacks, because to be honest, yeah. Wan Bissaka, the ball looks like a hand grenade next to him. He's mm. just not that he's just not that type of fullback, you know. Mm. He's and he's too short to be a centre back, you know. So I'm not quite sure where the move is for him, but they're not going to make the money back and put it that way. Oh, Jesus it? Christ, fifty million! You're joking. <laughs> yeah, mad, isn't it? Mad, um, the, yeah, the latest, the latest meltdown. I mean, if you go to Man United Twitter, it's it's worth a laugh. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, McTominay has been told he's staying in a key part of Ten Hag's plans, which, as you can, imagine, uh, United fans teams have acquired him, haven't they? I've read that as well. That teams had actually acquired about McTominay. So yeah, I like McTominay. I think he's a good player. I yeah. think he's all right. I think I got stick for this before, but I think, you know, if he was English, he'd be Declan Rice. I think Declan Rice is usually <laughs> overrated. Um, I think there's an English premium on him. And I think McTominay does a there's, lot there's of... No, there's, no bias, there's no bias there in Declan Rice, though, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him either. Funny you should mention him. Well. I, I, I'm, no. not massive, I'm not a massive agreement fan, to be fair. But I, no, I don't. Do, do, we on oh, oh, Man United. It'd be interesting to see what happens with our. I'm more. It sounds mad, but I'm more interested in the the sort of like drama behind it. I'm like, yeah. what's going to happen with Maguire? Is Ronaldo going to boot off? All that sort of stuff. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Ten Hag does. I mean, Donny Van de Beek. What's going to happen there? Is he going to get a tune out of him? Um, that'll be interesting to see. The link to Anthony from Ajax as well, aren't they? So, yeah. I mean, who, are, who, who from Ajax are they not linked to? Yeah, exactly. Leeds United are doing that, though, with all the Americans. I understand that. Like, bringing in players that you know will fit straight in and stuff. It's smart. It's like when we got Klopp, we were linked with, we were linked with half a Dortmund squad. Yeah. We never got any of them. Didn't get any of them, though. The only one we nearly got was Goethe, but he was... Goose yeah. anyway, so to be honest, we're quite glad we didn't get him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but with the United lads, you're right. You know, Frankie De Jong. I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, Frankie De Jong sorts out the defensive midfielder. Frankie De Jong's not a defensive midfielder, oh, so Frank, I don't know what Frankie they're De, expecting. Frankie De Jong is probably what would actually suit us. Yeah, uh, I really as, think as, he's as a very good player, Frankie. Because we, we all, you know, criticism of Liverpool is we don't get enough goals from midfield. Yeah. Now, Look, we can talk tactics, and that's how we play. But it would be nice to get a few more goals from midfield. He'd actually probably suit us better, but not for that fee. And His honest, wages are astronomical as well. I mean, but I think everyone's wages at Barcelona are astronomical. That's why they're yeah. in the, the mess they're in. <laughs> exactly. That's why they're in the mess they're in because they they've done piss poor business really. So I think he's I think he's a good player. I think if United sign him, he's he's good. What they need. Don't know where that puts Bruno Fernandez because and I, I know a few people have told me it's a squad game now. It's not 1981. I'm more than aware of that. I wasn't born in 1981, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. 
No, surprisingly not. I know it's hard to tell. Uh, <laughs> but generally, when you spend big money on big players, they, they play the majority of games. You know, yeah. we know it's, we know it's a squad game, but in big games, Fabinho, Thiago, Van Dijk, they always play. You know, for Leeds in big games, you know, Cooper will always play. Uh, the goal, uh, the main goalie will always play. Phillips would have always played. Regardless of what yeah. the squad game is, you would play certain players. And, yeah. and that's where I'm going like, I mean, that's probably a criticism of, of Fernandes is he's not been great in big games. Great against, you know, anything below 10th. Yeah, he steamrolls all that, sure. But in the big games, not, he's not. Yeah. And as not. well, they're linked with Christian Eriksen as well, which is another player who would be playing in them sort of... But that replaces that, the one the one matter experience, which they are yeah. losing. And I think they have they do lack a bit of leadership. I mean, they've had him as captain. Says it all, really. So, for me though, that I don't get it. I don't get it. Me personally, the Ericsson thing. I don't think do they need do they need him? Is it what they need? They I, need to be. I think it's an experience. I think you know? I think it's an experience thing because they've lost some experience in one matter. Who probably they need a bit of professionalism behind the scenes. He's only about 28, but isn't he, Ericsson? He's not even yeah, that but, old. But, he does you know, have a lot of experience. I know he's an experienced yeah, yeah, player. Yeah. I, think, I think they're looking for a PR win, to be honest with Christian Ericsson. Yeah. That, that's what yeah, I see yeah. as, and that might be cynical, but I just don't think it's um, isn't it mad for him. It? I don't think it's a great meal for him, I think. No. But isn't it mad that he'll make a decision, it's either Brentford or Man United. But it's like it's still a conversation, as in like, which which one do you think he'll yeah. pick? Whereas before, if, if you heard like, United wants him. You go, wow, well, that's what. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. So they used to regularly just go to Spores, didn't they? Or, you know, yeah, yeah, take yeah. Berbatov mm. and Carrick from Spores, yeah, and they yeah, wouldn't exactly. be able to put up a fight, you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. they they go and take you know yeah. Alan Smith and Rio Ferdinand yeah, yeah, from yeah. yourselves, and and you know at the time Leeds were a, a, a Champions League team around then mm. as well. So you know it's really shows maybe how how the might you fall in there. Do you think it's worrying that they ain't got any in? I thought he'd come in and they'd be like, yeah. right, bam, 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 bam. They ain't got one in. They're back training. They're back in training already. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. They, they, haven't got, they still haven't got the structure above him, right? But I think United reads of the lines, I want to try and stop what they've been stung for for years, which is, everyone go, whatever the price is, put 20 million on. And when they yeah. go, we're not paying that, yeah. they go, just hold out. Why? Because they'll get desperate and they always come back and pay for it. Yeah. And maybe this is them going through a couple of summers of pain where they go, no, that's the fee. We're not paying above that and we're willing to walk away. But they haven't ever really had the balls to go, we're willing to walk away, which Liverpool did with Diaz. And I think this is what this Oxlade Chamberlain midfield bollocks is with Liverpool is. I think we're willing to go into the season with an Oxlade Chamberlain, but we wouldn't mind him going. We're just not. Man United have been linked to him as well, right? Yeah, yeah, that has imagine. to be a bit of blade and skullduggery by a report or somewhere. You surely reckon, doesn't. Yeah, you don't yeah. believe that. Right. No, no. no. I, think, I, think I, plant, I think I planted that story. I was just trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised, put it that way, if they, yeah. they pay any money for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain <laughs> from, our, from ourselves. You know, if they like the player, I'd say wait until he's free. Um, mm. You know, they famously won't do business with us. I can't see us given. And the thing with Liverpool, and I want, we'll move on to Liverpool now, the thing with Liverpool is Jürgen Klopp, I, I've had a great fun on Twitter today, you know. I've seen. Dropping little <laughs> things to the fans about their ridiculous expectations. You know, Jürgen Klopp, the thing we know about Jürgen Klopp is, if you go in and do a job for Jürgen Klopp, Jürgen Klopp doesn't bomb players that have done a solid for him. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, whether Liverpool fans like it or not, Jürgen Klopp likes him. And he's done well for Klopp. He got injured and, and Klopp wanted him to get back and he couldn't get him back. He's not going to just ruthlessly dump Chamberlain. So if Chamberlain wants to move on for himself, 
Liverpool will facilitate. It's similar to Minamino goes to Monaco today mm. because Minamino wants minutes. Do you know what I mean? So Liverpool fans, I think, don't understand. It's it's not FIFA. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just... Right, I want to throw out these two and we're going to bring he, in these. He has sort of bombed him out, though. He just does it in a very Jurgen Klopp way, which is... He doesn't. You don't see any links in the press saying he, you know, he's he's not in my plans. I don't want him. You know, we we'll have to pick him. But literally from February, he played after February, he played one game, yeah, and then did, and there was he never figured an awful lot in games. You know, not starts, but he did. But when he got to few minutes, but when he got to the crunch time, which was February on, yeah. you know, after February onwards, he was nowhere near. He was nowhere near the squad. You know, it was Jones and Elliot, which people have their concerns or criticisms about them, but they were miles ahead of him. Yeah, and. If he stays at Liverpool, he's eighth choice. And it's a bit like mm. the carry situation where he's basically said, We can't find a buyer for you. Fine, you could train with us, but that's all you're doing. And he was like, he was listening, I'll play Petaluga before mm. I pick you, which is the closest you're going to get to your club bombing someone out because it never gets leaked out publicly. But I mean, if you're Chamberlain now, you've got to be saying, like, You're 28, mate, like 29, yeah. you're not just going to be even more limited. You need to go and play. Yeah, exactly. And I know his, his, his partner just had a a baby didn't they they just mm. had a child recently and people would say oh well he won't want to move but he's going to be moving in a year you know what I mean yeah, so yeah. he might just want to do that now and and go on but that's the sort of Liverpool fans are going mad because Neil Jones I'm not Neil Jones uh, Paul Joyce came out and said you know when they done Calvin Ramsey that's it no more incomings and they're all like oh, no midfielders no midfielders when you read between the lines of these things I think you know they they say these yet yeah, there's no more but we'll monitor if Anton changes. Mm-hmm. And that to me just means if one goes out, they'll look to bring one in. But the, the Jude Bellingham links have jumped up again there today, Chris, where oh, they're yeah. talking about not the most strength, not the most uh, if this could, good uh, links. This, my, my concern is this could be another Alexis Sanchez thing. We're definitely getting Alexis Sanchez. We're holding up for Alexis Sanchez. End up with Marabellatelli. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm all, listen, if you think you're going to get him next year, grand, crack it, because he's, He's brilliant, and you ain't got the money for that deal. Well, that that's that's like, what I thought. But I was like, but how we deal? We you must think? do. We must do with the yeah. money we've made. We how much do you think he'll cost? I think he'll go for between hundred to hundred and fifty, man. Eighty million euro. We'll add on, really? add on on top of that. Yeah, that's the figure yeah. that's getting bandied about. Eighty mm. million. But I think it won't be now, though. Will it? It won't be now. Well, yeah. apparently, but, this is what's coming out now. Indy Cardi is not the most reliable, and I'm not basing this on Indy. Um, but I think I think it's people getting the hopes up. But I I could look. Liverpool would be stupid not to push for it. But yeah. even if Liverpool decide, say, 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 you tell me now, Bellingham's locked in for next year. It's guaranteed. You know, whatever happens, we're getting Bellingham. Sound. But you're still going to have Milner to leave next summer. You're still going to have Chamberlain next summer. And as it stands, you're going to have Kate to leave next summer because he hasn't yeah. signed a new contract. And exactly, yeah. I wonder now, having listened to something on the Anfield rap. Maybe the movement they talk about isn't Chamberlain. Maybe it's Cater. Maybe they're actually to the point where they're going to say to Cater, if you don't sign by this date, politely, you're fucking off. We'll get a fee mm. for you. Because he's 27 and it's a, it's more of a, you know, you're still in peak, peak, peak years and we need to make some money, of it, money on him. Yeah. So maybe, that, so I still think, I still think if you can't get Bellingham, you get someone else in the summer. I'm not saying you have to pay Barella and get 70, 80 million pound player. There's lots of useful midfielders, which may be why the Ganabri links coming back because maybe that leads to a formation change and it also gives you a Mo Salah cover to, to rest him. Um, 
Richo sixty three there, who's an Everton fan, says Bellingham is an Everton fan. I know I did see him holidaying with Frank the Tory there as well, and you know he's beat definitely, us, so he's definitely comes to Liverpool then because most of our best players have been Liverpool, have been Everton yeah. fans. I was listening to something earlier actually, and they were saying about Bellingham. I forget. I was trying to look for his name. His name's Darren. He's one of the chief sports writers at one of the papers. Can't remember. Uh, it's not Darren Moore. That's the West Brom manager. But anyway, we was talking about um, Bellingham, and I think they're on about making him captain this year. Don't. You know, in a, yeah, yeah, that's what he was saying. So I don't think any move will happen now. I knew you know that Bellingham's next move will be to the Premier League. Like this is why Dortmund and the German clubs are so good at buying them young English talents because they know we'll we'll breed them up for you, and then you just buy them for like millions. You know, yeah. so. He's the one in these, the one. So, like, whoever gets him out of you or City, like, he's the one. But I don't see it happening now. I'd be surprised that happens this summer. I'd be yeah. surprised, but I, in some ways I wouldn't because I do think, you know... Darren Lewis, is that the, is that Darren the name? Darren Lewis, yeah. That's him, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just think Liverpool, for Liverpool to get Bellingham, right, I think they have the money there to do it because they were linked with too many. And that got out of control, the price there, because Real was out on Mbappe, and then desperately have to throw 100 million at Monaco to get too many in. I think Liverpool have the money there. They will deal with it if it's the right player. I think everyone knows that Klopp wants Bellingham. I think Bellingham wants Liverpool, and that's the key to it. Like a lot of the things, Bellingham and his family, you know, they like stories about. Klopp being linked with, with Jude and I think there's been plenty of instances of that so I think Liverpool need this to be like Van Dijk and like even Oxlade-Chamberlain Oxlade-Chamberlain turned down more money from Chelsea to sign for Liverpool mm-hmm. Van Dijk turned down more money from Man City to sign for Liverpool and I think they really need Bellingham to be the same do you know because if it goes into a bid more Liverpool won't offer 350,000 uh, a week for a player that's, that's sort of what happened with Sancho Sancho yeah. liked Liverpool you know, if it was that he like Liverpool, like Klopp, but Liverpool weren't going to meet the meet that level of fee or that level of package. They just they just weren't, and that's the concern with the Bellingham deal. Well, you've got to hope, like you said, it's a Van Dyke thing. Where it's pretty much when the Van Dyke thing was happening to Liverpool, you never heard of City. And look, City aren't stupid. There's no way City aren't sniffing around a Van Dyke. He just decided that's where he wants to go. Yeah. You know, a bit like Phillips decided, I'm only leaving yeah. Leeds for City. Grealish, I'm only leaving Villa for City. You know, mm. so. Because you're not telling me no big clubs looked at Grealish. They also just got wind off his agent that just don't bother. He's going to City because he doesn't want yeah. to come to anyone else. And sometimes that's, you just got to accept that. That's yeah. the young what of United is. He may still go there, but he doesn't want to be there long term. Yeah. That's that's going to cause you issues. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The Nabry links come back as well. It's a strange one. Um, I I like, uh, I like, I like him. him. I think he's a good player. I, I don't know. And the worry for me is, does he do the numbers? You know what I mean? Maybe he playing in there, he doesn't do great. Not that he doesn't do great numbers in a Bayern team that he are does, dominating. He, I think he does it in assists more than he's more of a he's yeah. more of a facilitator than a goal scorer. Which look maybe that's so again maybe that's why we're looking at the Bellinghams of the world, or we've been linked to the likes of a Bellingham or and, a, and we've got Nunez's. Maybe the aim now is to stop is Liverpool's goal threat isn't going to be wide anymore coming in. It's going to be more central options. You know, a fourth, you know, a midfield runner. Maybe that's the way we're going to go. Maybe it's the evolution of Liverpool. I wonder if that's the evolution of City, especially in Europe. Is you might see Rodri and Calvert as, as a two to stop a Real Madrid semi-final happening again. Yeah, you know, and then you just say Kevin De Bruyne a free roll, go and enjoy yourself, which to be honest is quite quite a scary prospect. 
He's 31. I didn't realise he was that old. Oh, he's over 30. He's over 30. 31 was his birthday yesterday or something, I'm saying. So, yeah, he's finished. Put a line through him. Once you're 30, you finish. We've been told that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but no, nah, Liverpool, I, I think Liverpool should do a midfield at this summer because I said it before on shows. There's an awful lot to do. You touched on it, Chris. There's an awful lot to do next summer with players yeah. leaving. And even if they do get Bellingham, which, as we, we all know, there's going to be competition. Even if they do get that, it's not one isn't going to be enough. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But I think it will depend on outgoings. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them doing one. Um, Joe, how do you see Liverpool? Right? So Liverpool, this summer, they've done, they've lost Minamino, they've lost Mane. They've brought in Calvin Ramsey from Aberdeen. They've brought in Fabio Cavallo from Fulham. And they've brought in Darwin Nunes. Do you think Liverpool need more or are Liverpool fans worrying about none? No, I think you've just got to trust in the process, haven't you? I know it sounds a bit thing, but Klopp, Klopp's got it right. I think the two the two young lads you've got in there, Leeds United, were linked with both of them, Carvalho and Ramsey. Mm. Um, I was hoping he'd choose Lee's Ramsey because I look at Trent and I'm like, mate, he's so young, he's completed football, you're not getting in there, so just go to Leeds, like, but it's what it is. I think, yeah, I I think you'll be all right, mate. The only thing is, I don't know, I've not seen enough of Darwin Nunes. I'm not... Do you believe? Because like, I look at Haaland and I think, yeah, he'll be fine. I'm just not sure on Nunes. And it's quite a big, big outlay for, for Liverpool. Do you think they panicked a bit with Haaland and thought we need to match that? I don't know. No, I don't think Liverpool panic. You know, I don't think maybe in the past I would have agreed with you, you know, but I think their recruitment has been so good over the last few years. I just think they knew Mane was, well, they knew Mane and Salah and Firmino were all out of contract next summer. They knew we have to start getting players in. There was a lot of talk on Darwin Nunes you know, all season Van Dijk name checked him as one of the best players he's played against. Klopp name checked him. Um, you know, th- there's been a lot of talk there. I'd say they have him scouted for years, and I think it's probably just a new way of playing. You know, where a centre forward Liverpool haven't had a proper forward. People talk about Man City not having a centre forward until they they bring in Haaland. Liverpool have had Bobby Firmino, who's an attacking midfielder. They've had Jota, who's a sort of a wide or a number 10 mm-hmm. in his Wolves days. You know, they don't really have that number nine. So it's it would be interesting to see. I don't think it's a panic. I'm actually excited to see him. Uh, how we I'm excited to see. Between it's them two, idea. like the, yeah. the battle between them. It is the first It is the first one we bought, really, isn't it? Yeah. Under, under Klopp. Uh, Jota, to me, is sort of becoming a bit of a number nine. I think he actually suits it more centrally. But he was a he's a wide player that we're converting, which we we seem to do a lot of. But uh, again, and the one to look out for, I think this season is Jota. I think mm. people have. I think it's always a recency bias. He was never quite right since he got that ankle injury in the league yeah. cup before the league cup final, and he just hit it. Look, either hit a rut or you know sixty that many games. You know, players hit dips at the wrong time. You know, Salah had a dip. He had a dip. They all had dips at the wrong time. Manny didn't. He had a peak. But people forget, you know, up to January, Jota was actually. Really, really helps that, especially over the yeah. AFCOM. He was the key key man. And people forgetting sometimes, you know, what he gave us, you know, is his link up play as good as, as we'd like it? Probably not, but he's a finisher. 21 goals. Yeah, you know, people forget what he can, what he can give to you. It's it's a nice problem to have. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if over a game of the season, it's uh, Diaz, Salah, Jota as your front three and Nunes is on the bench for the first two or three games. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me because that's kind of what we've done before, and Klopp will go when he knows for a bit. Yeah, 
No, no, it's Salah not staying. Salah not staying, Keith. There's a lot of talk again tonight that contract is going to be signed, but I don't, I don't really believe it. I think the money that he wants, the the rumored money, I don't know what he wants. You know, he hasn't told me what he wants, (laughs) but the rumored figures, you know, when you talk about 400,000 a week and people say, I deserves to be paid. He's one of the best players in the league. He deserves to be parity with the likes of Kevin De Bruyne. The the Man City's and all of sort of, and the PSGs and Barcelona's reckless clubs or bottomless pit clubs have sort of skewed what, what the wages are you know 400,000 a week is, it's scandalous money for a player mm, yeah. he'd be 30 or 31 you know I think he I'm not worried about him falling off a cliff I know he did sort of after half con but it's the first time since we've had him that he's gone through that sort of rough patch I think he's physically he's a player that will go on into his mid-30s easily in the, the same sort of form so I've not worried about giving him a good contract but 400 is, is an awful lot. Liverpool, I think Van Dijk or Thiago's the top earner on 220 or something like that. You know, if you That's give him good. 400. It, I know it's frustrating. They earn big money with yeah, bonuses, man. you know what I mean? And yeah, it's it's good. It's a correct business model. I know, I guess we're a little bit longer in the tooth, but I can understand people's frustrations as young ones and that, and they see City or whatever, and... It's like you say, it's that FIFA thing of we need to be doing this, doing yeah. that. But even when you get a bit older, like you're a little bit more relaxed about it. But I can understand, like, they're already on enough money. Imagine how, come on now, all endorsements. You know, and that but also, if, yeah. if you scratch the surface, because uh, this is the thing that why because I can't believe he's only on 200 grand a week. He goes, it was only two years ago, he's, he was the fourth highest paid footballer. Yeah. You go in the world. In the world, you go, that's, right. that's not 200 grand a week. And he's Adidas sponsor deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you probably in the last three three years, he's probably at two hundred grand a week, probably a handful of times. He's yeah. looking on well more than that. And yeah. interestingly, uh, but again, this is the misinformation sometimes that comes out is Manny's agents come out and basically said he didn't want to talk about money, but he said the money that is being rumoured Manny was on, which we all know was a hundred grand a week was the rumour, he said it's also nonsense. He said he was on more than that when he left Southampton. Yeah. Now how true yeah. that is, I don't know, but what, uh, his age is not going to be doing little any favors. He's left us, and he's still yeah, coming out saying yeah. the rumor figures you're talking is nonsense. So, you know, yeah. so, like so. the way Liverpool deal with their award players, and you know, Salah's on two hundred basic, I think, at the moment, but. His goal bonus could be, you know, I think Liverpool give really high goal bonus, assist bonus, appearance bonus, win bonuses, and that's how their their wages skyrocket. And mm. you know, it, it's it's I wouldn't personally smash the wage structure for any player because I never think a player is bigger than a club. And no, you agree, sure yeah. Like that with Leeds, Joe. You know what I mean? Mm. You've seen a precarious thing where mismanagement has fucked you up. Do you know what mm. I mean? And mm-hmm. and many many years of in the doldrums not saying that that would happen if you give Salah no. big money but it opens the door for for more then doesn't it Van, mm. no but like Van Dyke then asks for it and so yeah. on so asks for it and then and then like you say you just end up with a situation like Man United who yeah. who are getting rid of Pogba Mat- uh, Matic you know all these players yeah. now that were probably on massive money and it's just like but that yeah, I mean it depends well, on your belief because some of the rumours are Liverpool are willing to offer him around over the 300 mark but his bonuses will be lower. Yeah. Uh, so we'll guarantee we'll guarantee you more down, which is what you want. But your bonuses will be lower to get to sort of parity. Meet, that, yeah. meet us halfway, 
and a, yeah. there's a rumor that's that's not agreement. You know, I actually thought the room, the issue was the uh, the contract length, but he's now seen to his agents now letting it known that he's willing just to do a two year extension. Which then sort of where goes. will he go? Do you think? See, I think this is the problem that he has himself. I don't know how many suitors. City, City. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he stays in the Premier League. I think that's all bluster. Yeah. I don't think he moves it, to another it, Premier League team. I think you're looking at PSG, Real Madrid, Barcelona, mm. um, Barcelona are in so much of a fucking yeah. state. Like they just cannot bring in players without getting <clears> rid of players. And you see it with Lewandowski, they're desperate to get him in. They can't deal with. He couldn't get mm. Rafinha because I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They, they have to get players out. So I don't know if that's an option. Madrid, as a short-term option, Madrid might be the one because if they look at bringing in, let's say, a 31-year-old Mo Salah, playing with Karim Benzema, you know, you've got uh, two of the, the best North African footballers in the world. I know Benzema's French, but he's an Algerian descent. You've got, you know, really iconic footballers there, but they're both old. You look at the Haaland supposed boyout um, clause kicking in in a few years. Where's he going to go from City? Real Madrid. They could yeah. go back for an Mbappe. Do you know what I mean? So I think they might look at the shorter term of a Salah rather than mm. others. PSG are reckless with money. We know that. Yeah. Would they go for it? I don't know. Did, there's not, I know you think there's not that many and I think that's what sort of softening his cough a bit. Because I think in England, the only ones he could go to, well, he goes either, but he probably wants to go to his city because he guaranteed trophies of some description and the money. Mm. And before the takeover, and we'll have to see how it goes, a few of the guys mentioned Chelsea, you know, he's a driven man, Sally, my unfinished business. I want to go back and prove prove I could do it at Chelsea. You know, we're still. We're, Newcastle, we're, someone said. They might Newcastle. be in a position. Yeah. Look, whether Liverpool fans like, whether we like it or not, look. He's given us five, six years. And yeah. Look, I'm old enough. Long as it, it won't, it won't please me if he goes to an English club. But when he gets this level now, you can, with this late in the with this late in the contract now, mm. it's stumped. You're a bit stumped, really. Look, fingers crossed, he signs an extension. But I, yeah. I'll be, I'll be fed. I'll be quite surprised because you know what's changed or what, or who's back down. It's like, it's like a really big game. Yeah. Of now. It's who's back down first. Indeed, indeed. But I think Joe, it's commendable that you're yeah. not breaking the rules for him, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I don't think we should. You know, I don't no. think we should. I, I don't think, you know, if we've seen big players leave Liverpool before. They've come, next player has come along and, and been the, the success. I don't, I think you go down a slippery slope. As we said, man, you know, you gave it to Sanchez. The next day, the Gea was in there saying, look, I'm player of the year here every season. I want 350 bags a week. Mm. And then they couldn't shift him because when you give that money, Look at you know, there's not many places you can go. Frankie de Jong's yeah. been linked with Manchester United because there's not many teams will pay him 350,000 a week. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. they're idiots, aren't they? It's class, yeah. But I also think if Salah was the only big name that was at the end of his contract next the, this summer, uh, next summer, 
I think there'd be a little bit less nervousness. But the fact is, he's going. Well, he's going. Firmino, who will probably be a squad player this year, is going. Teddy Cater's going. Thiago then will be, I think he's 22. down to his last... 32. Mm-hmm. He'll be down to his last year, last year or so. So again, then you're going, we need, we need to plan for Thiago leaving. We need to replace Cater. We need to replace Bobby. We need to replace Salah. He go into the mini-rebuild section then. And listen... Does, to, Klopp, does Klopp do one at that point? Well, I think he, he signed the contract, what, a few months back? He, there's no chance he didn't know this was coming. Right. Okay. So it, you know, I, I know, I know the owners aren't popular, and, and I know we're accused of backing the owners and all that sort of stuff. But when you get to two extensions with the owners, there's no way Klopp's fell for the same trick twice. But oh, they promised me players, and they, they've yeah. done it again. The forced well, window, like, they've done it again. You know? Yeah. Oh, I fell for it again. Well, you know, he's supposed to be. He's just. He's. He's a smart man. You know, whether we like it or not, you know. Klopp is also part of this who we do and don't buy. So, yeah. you know, I do wonder sometimes with Liverpool, maybe Liverpool internally need someone a bit like um, David Dean at Arsenal. Because the talk was a lot of time David Dean would lean on Wenger and just say, just pay the money for him. Because yeah. Wenger was very much prudent going, I'm not paying that much for Omri or I'm not paying that much for a Wiltord. And it was apparently David Dean would lean them and say, Look, don't with the money's there. You what you want? Just go for it, and had to be pushed sometimes. Which it sounds very romantic now because Arsenal went on winning for him, but that came out quite early on. I do wonder sometimes. Maybe that's where a Julian Ward sometimes maybe has to lean on the clock saying, "If that's what you want, then we'll push the vote out for it." So again, yeah. is Klopp a victim of his own prudence? Yeah, so, but look, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, oh. Kev's puzzle in for you, Keith. Uh, Luis Suarez going to River Plate. Yeah, that's what I had my River Plate jersey on me. I thought uh, that's what it was. River Plate, 85. Enzo Francescoli special. Um, yeah, I think it's a great move. Came out of nowhere. Being linked with Villa, Villa. being linked to the MLS. Um, I, I just think Luis Suarez is brilliant. I think he still has a bit to offer. And I, I love River Plate. Um, yeah, very interesting move. Delighted. Um, see how it goes. You know, if I happy if it gets over the line, I'll be watching with interest. But uh, yeah, one, one, one that I like. Uh, Chris Golden saying force of Boca. Yeah, I like I like Argentinian football. I have to be honest. Like I like Racing. So, I like Vela Sarsfield. I like Newell's old boys. I like all of them. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. have a favorite. I just enjoy it. If it I to pick a favorite, it would be um, River Plate. To be honest, um, which just goes against me. Sort of River Plate are the sort of poshy the the loads of money team. Bocca are the, the factory workers and I like to be a man of I like to portray myself as a man of the people. Vamos Newell's yeah, I'm a Newell's fan. Newell's old boys all the way. Yeah, but, you know, it's a good move, it's a good interesting one. Joe, before we let you go, Leeds, yeah. you have done uh-huh. what Rasmus Christensen yeah. is a right back. Yeah. You've uh, done Brendan, Brendan Aronson. Yeah. Um and Who we have done? done Mark Rocker. From, oh uh, yeah, yeah, from, from Bayern, Bayern Munich. Munich. That's a good signing. That's yes, a good signing. I believe so too. Uh, I believe so too. It's all now. It'll be a domino effect for Leeds United. Rafinha and Calvin will be gone, and then it'll be their replacements. We've been linked to Cody Gakpo as a potential Rafinha yeah, replacement. Yeah. Good player. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's been linked with Liverpool really, really good player. He's actually. Uh, it's it's mad because we were talking about it on my show earlier. It's like the top clubs like yourselves. You don't sort of take these chances. They let the middle type Premier League yeah. take the chances and then take them off you a little bit later. And it's actually been reported in um, Holland that he fancies a Ginny Wijnaldum type move from PSV to Newcastle Liverpool. So, you know, yeah. that sort of vibe. So, 
putting yourself in the shop window because Rafinha came from a champ. Well, he was playing Champions League club uh, with Wren, came to mm. the Premier League. Now he's got his move to an elite club. So I think Cody Gakpo would be a, a class signing if we can get him. Um, the one that excites me the most is uh, Charles De- De- Charles Decatur-Lera from uh, Club Bruges. Yep. So he's been linked he, as well. He's yeah, the next Kevin De Bruyne. Him, he's been that's what they're saying. Linked as the new De yes. Bruyne. Yeah. So he's he's the one that I really want. But apparently, he favours the move to Milan, which I understand because yeah. Milan want him. But does Victor present a package where he says? We'll give you more game time than Milan. You come to the Premier League. Look what we did with Rafinha. Look how we've raised this profile, this profile. Come to us, you'll get your move that you want. And that's where Leeds fans are struggling to come to terms with the fact that we are that club now. I'm okay yeah. with it. I understand it. I think it, it, it's a good business model that we're doing. Um, we've just got to get it right. Um, and who else is there? There's one more. So it's either Tyler Adams or uh, Mo Kamara, Leipzig yeah. or Salzburg. Um, for the Calvin replacement to play alongside Rocker. I think the Adams one will get done because he's American and, you know, Jesse gave him his debut at New York Red Bulls, etc. But it's been reported earlier um, that Mo Kamara has been um, told he doesn't have to go to Salzburg pre-season ahead of a move to the Premier League and it's us and Brighton who are in for him. Brighton, no, a player. Everyone's waxing lyrical about Mo Kamara. He's been saying he's the next... Canty, you know, as they do, yeah. but listen, here's the what next Nabi Kaidi. Yeah, <laughs> if, <laughs> if we can get um Kamara or Adams, Gakpo, I mean, Gakpo and Charles, oh, honestly, man, they'd be mustard. I think. Yeah. On the but, quiet, Brighton have got some work to do as well, haven't they? You think losing Basuma and the talk is Cucurella's on his way, yeah. So, but you know, their recruitment has been good as well, and mm, I, I'd yeah. fancy them to sort of unearth. You know, but isn't, players that but, can, but isn't that, isn't that, hasn't their main recruitment guy just moved to Newcastle? Yeah, but you know what? I think the Basuma, I said this before, I think they've already replaced Basuma. They have Moish Cachado, your uh, Ecuadorian midfielder mm. that he bought last summer, one of the best prospects in South America, centre mid, and he went out on loan and he came back in the second half of the season and he's a quality player. And I think with him, the Enoch Mwepu as well in the midfield, I think they'll be all right with them having to replace. Um, Assume it. I think they can take a risk on someone and, and sort of try mm. and blood them in that way. But you don't see teams doing that. But with, with Leeds, do you like the whole Jesse Marsh Red Bull link? Do you like the the um the players that are coming in? I think it's a good I, I think it's a good model. Liverpool sort of skirt around it as well. We've had players yeah. coming from the Red Bulls. Is it something that you like to see happening? I like the model that we've got. I'm not too Enamoured with the coach as of yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if I'm being totally honest, <laughs> massively. Uh, the style of football was bad. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, mm. Obviously, I was trekked to like liquid football for, for a couple of years under Bielsa, so it was tough. Um, but it's a fresh slate now. I didn't want the Bielsa era to be bookended with relegation. The fact that we stayed up is good. We're now a new team and, you know, there's there needs to be a bigger squad, which is what we're doing. We've not messed around this time. I mean, we've got three in the door already. I don't want poor signings like Rodrigo, like Dan James. You know, these are like record signings for yeah. us. I'd rather us do this, you know what I mean? Because neither of them worked. I'd rather us go and pick a Cody Gakpo up for, I don't know, like 30 million or whatever's being touted out. And then we can... 
there's resale value on that. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. You probably you probably you probably double that in two years. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. That's yeah. the thing. And uh, you know, I, I the mad thing is people say, Oh no, we need to replace them with the same amount we get the money and I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Like football the, not where we are, you know. This listen, there's some Leeds fans out there who want a Dharma Triori. It's just a madness, man. But there you go. We would have like he's Dan James on steroids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. A headless um, chicken who shows fast. Yeah. That's... yeah. It's, like, it's probably a slightly better tackler. Yeah. yeah, I like the model. I do like the model, Keith. I'm just not sure on the coach as of yet. We'll wait and see. Be interesting um, to see him getting a f- uh, pre-season. I know it's not a thing, long pre-season. It? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. the, the, the season coming up is probably not the, the ideal one to be doing it. But I think, you know, he took over from Bielsa Hill. Yeah. Le- Leeds fans loved him. You know, the players loved him. Everyone loved him. Even if people mm. thought he should have gone... I thought he would have turned it around, but I'm a romantic Same. like that. Mm. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I, it, I, I felt you. I felt they should have got rid of him a bit sooner. Yeah, I'm not a bit, I, but I'm not a bit to romantic. Yeah, but I think you're gonna. I, I, but I think if you're gonna bring a new manager, it says you try to sell 16 players one summer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we did a transfer game and Keith sold half the squad. That's, that's what we're yeah. doing. <laughs> but my defence, loads of them were youth players, you know, that was getting money for them. <laughs> the, um, the, the outlaw has been Joel Matip. Uh, I was selling Joel Matip, I was selling possibly Mane, I was selling some big players as well. Yeah, but the only thing was with uh, Jesse March is coming in post January transfer winner, we basically couldn't yeah. bring anything into influence. Yeah. Just no, went, true. These lads you've got. They play the Bielts away, which has sort of gone off the rails now. They're fucking Half knackered. Them, they're knackered. And the ones that aren't knackered are injured. So, uh, yeah, yeah, true. Crack, up, crack on. I do wonder, because I, I, look, I, I don't claim to have watched loads of Jesse March and all that, but mm. he probably just did enough to, I was like, I'm just going to get, I'm just going to keep you up. And I wonder if it's just like a deal. Look, we'll do what we can to stay up. Ne- the summer is when I implement whatever his style is. Now, look, mm. it, if we go back to your Christmas and they're still playing this shite. <laughs> And then you can go, yeah. this is just not good enough. He's not what we want. But I think he does need a little bit of leeway. I felt sorry we didn't get the whole Ted Lasso bollocks, which he, yeah. any American coach mm. gets, which is a bit tiresome yeah. now. He took her on the chin and fairness to him. Um, he did, yeah. to be fairness to because what else could you he know, do? The only thing is, I do think the signings have been good that he's made. I think Rock is a good player. I think yeah. Aronson's a very, very highly rated player. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Christensen's a good player. And the players yeah. that you're linked with, I think are good players. So, you know, mm. it'll be interesting to see how he, how he, um, how he gets on. But yeah. look, we'll, only time will tell on that. So look, we'll finish Mid- up give, now. Give oh, me oh. mid table, like boring season every day yeah. of the week after last season, bro. On the last day, that was heartache tackle. So but that's I what mean, you want. You know, when you touched on yeah. it, Joe, if, if you leads are to become a team that bring in these young talents and use them as a, a stepping stone nearly some fans just and it's hard for fans to be to see yeah, that course, club as a stepping yeah, yeah. stone do you know what I mean but if you're getting top talent and you're getting profits on them that's how you improve you know what I mean yeah, and, yeah. and if you're sensible with your signings that, that's all you need you know and yeah. we've seen ladies you touched on Dan James and Rodrigo haven't been great um, but look these signings look good so it'll be interesting to see how he is deal um, yeah well, before I let you go Joe had someone ask him what's your channel uh, what's Joe's channel he is just an amazing Leeds fan centred into reality <laughs> and 100% frank on Leeds and Liverpool Joe is great Joe comes on here from yeah. time to time we that's love having awesome. him around here that's Joe's yeah. burner 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been typing away. But um, yeah, Kev- Kevin, you can get me at Just Your Football Show, mate. Uh, head on over. Anyone who isn't subscribed, I know Kev joins us from time to time, and that's nice. It's great over there. Yeah, yeah good. You come over and um, yeah, get involved. I I do watch alongs as well of other games. I'll be kicking that off for the season. I know you'll be watching the content they play. If you if you want a bit if you want a bit of fun though, watch the uh, the last five minutes of Joe's watch along. I think it's Norwich. That is that is <laughs> that is despair and ecstasy in five yeah. minutes. I think literally Norwich equalised. Yeah, Joe's at the end of his tether, and then I think Leeds win it the last minute. And I said yeah. straight, away, I think all those trippers messaged him and said, he's got to watch what Joe's reaction was to that. <laughs> <laughs> he's a baller, by the way. Joe Gelhart, by the way. Like, did, you, I, did you see what he did to Lewis Dunk uh, at the last home game against Brighton when he just yeah. like, thinks, oh man, what? A- he's, he's a good yeah. player, he's a talent. And yeah. that's the thing, Leeds, they will have good young players there waiting to yeah, come through, won't they? And it'll yeah. be interesting to see if Marsh brings them through because one mm. of those, um, the, the models at Salzburg and at Leipzig was give you the chance and I think yeah. you know it's a good a good way yeah. of and he did in fairness Gellhard came in a lot at the end of the season yeah. and, and Sam and Greenwood as well who we picked Sam up Green, from Arsenal yeah. as well so there's him and um, sort of some, what's his name Somerville is he Somerville you know, yeah what? Somerville as well and is it, I don't know about this kid, but this is what's been reported as well Emre Tezgel 16 year old Stoke City wonder kid um Apparently, we've won the signature over all big clubs for him as well. So that's exciting. I think that's the thing. It's like Leeds United are doing well. We managed to take Louis Bate from Chelsea and stuff. So I think they're offering a route into the first team yeah. quicker than what these top clubs are. And people are going, actually, yeah, we'll, we'll the make other, that move. Yeah, the other, game club, time, don't they? yeah, yeah. The, other club, the other club that's doing that on the quiet is Palace. Yeah. yeah, Palace, yeah. Went, yeah. Palace went for being the ultimate journeyman club. I mean, that's really mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. MO, wasn't it? So. Finally, now being if you're a young, exciting talent from the championship, and you're thinking, Are they ready for the Prem? Palace is the best one to go to. Yeah. I think they've just took another young lad from Derby. And as soon as he went to yeah, Palace, he went, you went, He must be good because Palace now are really excited to watch the penny house when you play him. You don't really want to be like that. Yeah. But to watch now, Palace is just quite exciting. So, and again, yeah. I think Leeds will probably try and do a similar path again because that's actually the smart way of doing it. And that's what well, I mean, we're a bit older than two, but in the mid 90s, early 90s. That actually was how the bottom half of the Premier was really competitive. Is they do smart signings, they'd have to be big money, it'd be smart signs. Yeah. I think a lot of clubs have gone away from that now. It has to be some fantastically named Brazilian, it costs 40 50 million. Sometimes yeah, it actually yeah. it is smart, smart signings and for what you need. So, you know, maybe Leeds go down that route as well. Indeed, indeed. Um, but anyway, we'll leave it there, lads. So, Joe, thank you very much for joining thank us you, tonight, man. and we'll have you on again soon, I'm sure. Um, let's see how the the window goes out for the window pans out for Leeds, and and then when the season gets going, we we'll get you on as well. And um, so, yeah, thanks man. for joining us. Thank you, Keith. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. And Chris, always a pleasure to have you on. Um, we won't leave her as long next time uh, before we get you on one of these transfer gigs um, what, have you got anything else coming up this week uh, oh uh, Sports Unplugged on Friday uh, me Luke and Kev's back um, great trying try to get another guest Ho- hopefully I think Ash might be available so try and get yeah. Ash on good stuff good stuff um, and again Joe throw your channel out there for anyone that missed it where can they get yeah, you yeah just Joe Football Show come on over it's good
Good stuff. Thank you. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, so uh, look, this has been NTK. No transfer knowledge. We've loads of transfer <laughs> knowledge, um, <laughs> as we've just proven there for an hour and twenty minutes. Um, but Gav will be back. I don't know what the weather does that on tomorrow. I'm sure. Oh, there's a quiz. There's a quiz, a quiz tomorrow. tomorrow. Quiz tomorrow, uh, and it's an interactive quiz. So you know, uh, I'm not doing the questions. No, nah, you're you're banned from yeah. the other questions. Um, but it'll be good fun. So everyone, ju- tune in for that. It'll be good crack. And um, look, we'll leave it there. And um, this has been NTK and the Day Trippers. We'll see us all again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.